Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall bad Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your host, Dave, Dave and Sean. Somewhere between Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg lies the answer in leadership. But that's just me. We have a big show here. Uh, probably going to be told in parts. Uh, Godzillionaire. We got all four of them this time. That is a feat, folks. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. Great guys. And you're going to hear a lot from them. And right now, honestly, they have the rock and roll album of this year, last year, next year, as far as we're concerned here at Kettle Whistle Radio. Sean will join us as well from the dead. I'm not going to say Sean of the dead because we all know he's Captain Sexy. But in other news, I've been uh, kind of giving back to, I mean, when I have scraps here and there, money's tight for everybody. But I've been giving back to artists lately, five bucks here, 10 bucks here, picking up CDs or online downloads, whatever. I get a lot of free stuff doing this, but I like to give back to and buy merch. That's always a good thing. Give back to artists if you want more stuff. It's logical. Spock shit. Uh, I got stuff recently at the new Liliac. Those crazy kids. Uh, we are the children. Probably play that in another episode. They're a lot of fun. I mean, they bring back metal. Metal to the children, as Zach Wilde would like to tell you. Uh, Machine Man Records. The band uh, Varsella. And that's V-A-R-I-C-E-L-L-A, Barcella, out of New Jersey and Philly. Uh, they're industrial metal. Chris Bollinger, who's a friend on Facebook now, and Jason Stealth remixed their new release. Uh, I hope to hear stuff from them soon and be able to play it. And uh, I've been, they've been stalking me for a long time. So, uh, hey, the floor's open, guys. Machine Man Records. There's the shout-out. 
Come at me. So again, Godzillionaire coming up with Sean. He will be joining us. We've got Mark Hennessy joined us as well this time. And kind of cool. He doesn't know this yet, unless he read the email. He, he gives um, Sean advice. Uh, this is like just... Um, it's so valuable to get advice from somebody that got you to the point where it, Sean's a musician and um, he's being faced with a dilemma and he asks somebody that he looked up to in the 90s. Not many people get to do that for the very particular situation that they were, are both in. So, you'll, I thought it was really cool and I want to say thanks to Mark for that. It was enlightening for Sean, which he told me after the episode. If you read that email, you know that, Mr. Hennessy. Uh, let's see. Uh, I came across my guys here who were holding out on me, but not really. They're in two films. Uh, let's see. Godzillionaire's music is featured in the films by Adam Mason. They Come Knocking, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and a film called I'm Fucking With You. And no, they're not fucking with you. You may think that in print. Uh, Adam Mason is the director. The music by Mark Hennessy and Godzillionaire. So, check out these movies. They're good. Uh, they Come Knocking, I know, is on Prime. Um, I hear Hulu. Oh, no, you know what? They're both on Hulu. If you have Hulu, They Come Knocking was free. Um, I'm Fucking With You may as well be. Also, I'm not sure. I didn't watch that one yet. But I'm, They Come Knocking is a nice little piece, microcosmic horror, uh, with a very different um, demon. Um, just the, the source of the monster, in this case, comes from a different place. And we're all capable. Really cool movie. Uh, father and two daughters go on a trip uh, because of the loss of a loved one, and it becomes a very valid point in the film. Very good and creepy at the same time. So they come knocking. I highly recommend it. So uh, Godzillionaire, thanks for that, too, that little piece. Although I found it on my own. The music was so freaking familiar that I immediately texted them, like, guys, you're holding out on me. This is a kick-ass movie. And then, of course, they're like, well, you've got to watch. I'm fucking with you. And so that's next on my list. Uh, things to do here. Serious note. Helping out a friend here. We are helping out a friend here. Uh, let's see. We have a GoFundMe. You all know how to go to GoFundMe.com. Correctly? Correct? Well, this time, a GoFundMe. Um, help the Gazelle family. And it's Gazelle. It is pronounced that way. And it's spelled G-A-Z-A-I-L-L-E. Help the Gazelle family. Uh, Jason Gazelle contacted me in regards to their family. They're um, just a family right now. They have no resources or support during these times, and they really need your help. Uh, it's just a matter. It's, a le it's legal issues, domestic issues, and just not having the support that they need. And uh, Jason reached out to me to reach out to you, and um, I'm going to ask you if you want to help someone out. Lots of people need help out there, but we appreciate anything here. All right, so coming up shortly here, we've got... Well, like I said, it's like harnessing yard panthers. It really is. Godzillionaire are great guys. Lots of fun. The onion continues to peel um, with them, so enjoy that. And, hey, if you have any other places you want to give to, the Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh, that's a legit one. And you, let's face it, you know, you get those, you know you get those address labels in the mail, and they keep coming. And then you start using them. And then you feel bad. And, yeah. So yes, I gave to the Children's Hospital, absolutely. Even if it's five, 10 bucks here and there every payday, uh, it's just a good idea. They're legit. I, I've done, I do work through them, we'll just say, with what I do, and uh, I know they're legit. All right, 
I'm Dave. I appreciate you listening, and I hope you listen to all our apocalypse apocalypse episodes during this COVID experience. Uh, it is July. We made it this far. Uh, things are spiking in Allegheny County. If you're in Pittsburgh, watch your ass. Cover your face. <laughs> Don't listen to the lone stranger. And um, enjoy the episode, all right? And we love feedback. And I have to throw this out here, too, as well. I have something new out there, and it's very hard to promote anything, as Godzillionaire is doing right now. A lot of bands that are trying to are writers. You name it. Creative people are at work right now. Uh, Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, is out. Issue number one is available at burningbulbcomics.com. Uh, um, that's through Burning Bulb Publishing, of course. It's there. Won't set you back much. Um, and that's the wonderful art of Bob Hoagland. And um, definitely Jess Weary makes an appearance as a character. And um, if you liked anything I did previously, some characters that are coming back. But mostly it's a... Monty Python meets his... Meets his... Wow. Meets his... Meets his to pieces. Monty Python meets H.P. Lovecraft. And something really, really cool, too, with the pop-off with Martise on the Society 13 network. Go to the pop-off. You can find them on Twitter, too. Martise and Jay give their take on the Corey Feldman documentary. If you haven't watched it, let Martise and Jay give you the scoop. Trust me, they will. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it yet. Uh, I think you have to pay some bucks and you get a code or whatever. It was a limited time. So get it from Jay and Martise on the pop-off. Enjoy that one. Oh, the Corey Feldman story. Yeah, I got to meet him. Very interesting fellow. Kind of grew up with him too, huh? Didn't some of us? Wow. All right, go to the pop-off. And I ask you to uh, bear with us a bit. There was a lot of interruption, I guess, uh, that day. What were we using, Zoom or Skype? It was Skype. There was a lot of interference with Mark now and then. I did my best. I really did to reel it in. There was a lot of interference. So just bear with us. Um, it does even out, and it gets better towards the end as well. So even if you have a little clips and whatever. Hey, what can I say? It's a timepiece, time capsule. It's a piece of time recorded for you. Enjoy. Meets us. Enjoy the episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, this is Martin Atkins from Public Image Limited, Killing Joke, Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, Pig Face and the Damage Manual and Murder Inc. and Brian Brain. And you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. All right. Actually, the all, what do you think, Sean? I think it sounds great on my, on my end. What about you? I'm good. Okay, let's go then. All right, guys, I, I thank you for doing this. And, Thanks uh, for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, well... Yeah. Absolutely. Round two, fight. Now wait. Round two. Is that round two? Uh, it was. Did I hear Mike in the mix? Nah, yeah, he said he might be late. Okay. But I don't know. All you can't have all of us ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. We'll we'll just kill him off this time, like we did the last time. Yeah, we killed you off. <laughs> Godzillionaire back in the being house. Here twice constitutes what? Me finally being a member of this band. Can we just Almost. can we bring that up at the beginning of this? Cody, oh, you can. Cody, now's not the time. Don't do this online, man. Don't do this live. You know, I mean, even even bringing it up, you know, bringing it up shows like that. There's a little bit of self doubt there. So I think that's kind of like an automatic demerit. Do you agree, Mark? Uh, I, I agree, man. I agree. Although you're still on shaky standing because you asked for it. You're trampling my First Amendment. This is a disgrace. So I guess you guys are doing all right since the last show? You're 
year ago? No, it was like three months ago. I don't remember. The beginning I, of this I mess. I don't remember what our last show was. I don't remember what it was. Oh, my God. It was like March, wasn't it? Sean, help me out here. The beginning uh, of COVID. The last podcast. Yeah, yeah, the last time we had you guys on. Yeah. We're, yes. Yeah. All right. Everybody happy and healthy over there in your land? Yeah, man. Shocker. Doing all right. Sun's starting to go down. You're getting out. Well, I don't know how it is in Kansas right now. Pittsburgh's still kind of a mess, but that's just our situation it's here. Disgustingly hot here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who loves this, though, is our dogs are loving this. Oh, yeah. They, are, they love this shit. Absolutely. They're eating it up. I don't know about you guys. Well, and the heat kind of calms them down. Like, you can't for a minute, buddy. <laughs> like, you don't have to walk them in the summer. They're just tired. <laughs> That's right. You're already tired. Yeah, my my wife uh, said that in uh, September when she's supposed to go back to work that she's going to stay home because she wants to stay home with the dogs. So I guess that's They're getting spoiled. Good for her. Oh, Mike said he's getting set up right now. Okay, I'll, I'll add him. Okay, cool, cool. Well, so far from Godzilla Air, we've got who we got in the house right now? Ben White. We got Cody Romaine, Mark Hennessy, Mark Cody Romaine, yep. uh, and now Mike is joining us. Yeah. Hey, Kettle, Kettle Whistle Radio. Hey. Hey, um, the, the, have you guys seen The Wicker Man? <laughs> have. Which one? The one with Nick Cage? Not that one. No, the one with the guy who was on a picture on one of your Instagram pictures. No. You got the, the, the dude that's like next to Vincent Price. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the guy who plays uh, Lord Summer Isle or Innisfree or whatever. <laughs> Good and and, and that I didn't know if that was with part a, of the, was um, it Christopher Lee Anthony or who was that well I yeah, remember yeah yeah Christopher, Christopher Lee, Lee. Yeah, Damn. yeah 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 Damn. yeah 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 good stuff well Anthony Hopkins didn't he do the original film before oh, no that was after him huh? after Christopher Lee Sean have you even seen this movie I don't know if I saw the original I think right. I I think I saw the remake I want to say there was a remake so god awful. Oh, yeah. my, my girlfriend watched it and she suggested it to me and she acted like it freaked her out I thought it was more like um, well well done I, it was, it was, it's a good it's good well I saw a Nicolas Cage movie I couldn't get through last night uh, Primal don't bother with that one uh, <laughs> thanks why <laughs> no con air huh <laughs> no definitely not definitely not <laughs> Definitely. Wait, wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I thought Con Air was good. I enjoyed okay, it. Right. Of course, I saw it in the theater with the girl. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Well, Nick Cage, he's aged too, man. Oh. You know, what's that? Uh, listen, uh, negative balance. How much feedback are you guys getting back during all this COVID nightmare stuff? Good and bad. A ton. A ton. I don't even know if we I've not seen anything bad. I don't know. Me neither. Everybody's been, like, super nice and just dropping by and, like, saying they like it and stuff. And it's a storytelling album that always gets my attention. Is this a true story, fiction, work of fiction? I'd like to hear, you know, about the writing. Uh, okay. Uh, so is that is that Sean, or Sean's here somewhere? Uh, this is Dave. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Why, why do you say storytelling? Uh, yeah, it is. And I'm you're already picking up on something, and so I'd like if you will permit the question. What what do you what do you think it is? 
Well, I don't know. I love the songs. I go through it, and I love the songs. So I don't know where it's coming from. I, last time, as a matter of fact, I, I was owed a story because I, ta- I was talking. Ben, I, was, I brought up uh, Fourth Floor on, on Small Change. Um, and, man, yeah. that, like, it, it, I, obviously, the story's kind of obvious, and they said that it's something you would have to explain. And I had another song I really wanted to ask about on the, off of that, too. So I, I'm delving more into that. Thanks for having us back on the show. Uh, I'm sorry I missed last time. Oh, and, yeah, man. Um, I don't want you guys to think I was crazy about being anti-Paul and, and my, my responses. Huh. Uh, it's just that the, the, the stuff that I'm doing with these guys to me seems, I, I, I don't know, like more solid. Uh, but mm-hmm. floor is a true story. And parts of negative balance are parts of just an imaginative fiction. Um, mm-hmm. the, the emotion of the songs, all the songs is real. And sometimes when you're in a band and you're working with your buddies and you're collaborating on something, you make something intentional that that's meant to be together. Like one of the things that I love about negative balance and we could get into the storytelling aspects or what parts come from fiction or, or, or what it's supposed to be as a, as a concept album, uh, that it, that, that the emotions that we try to, to use to tell the story, they're, they're all none of, none of that's fake or feigned mm-hmm. or counterfeit. Um, but, but I like, I like, when, when, and Ben and I agreed. We were talking about this the other day. The uh, picture on the cover where you see that that, that engine is falling apart mm. is this moment where you mortality. No, no, no um, cutting. It was cutting a little bit there. Cutting. That's all. You're back. Uh, yeah. It was it, the, the the first joke was about a guy crashing in an airplane um, who owes people money, and he's laughing as the plane's crashing because he. Um, and, and from there, it kind of extended into this um, uh, love story. Uh, and so some of it, um, uh, uh, engines is, is straight up autobiographical. Well, <laughs> there's a number of the songs. They're, they're deeply personal, mm-hmm. but there's this sort of um, uh, mold into which we put them as a band to serve this greater purpose of telling the story. Uh and um, the the this the we're as artists we we lie to tell the truth. <laughs> no, I totally understand. Actually, all that made sense, and it led me to what I really wanted to get into was um, the, like with a because I, I I don't know about writing an album a story album at all. Does a story or concept album like does it come to you in pieces and songs, and then the rhythm are the chapters, or is, is like are you finished? Is is the thought over? But it sounds like to me it's growing as you create it with your buds. Uh, thank you. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, right? I, I and, love and, that. And, and that's the beauty of collaboration because Ben White is as much um, the author of the concept as I am. But the, the, when we knew, we, we knew we want, we were intentional and conscious, mm-hmm. uh, conscious about uh, our, the way the tracks went. Okay. Um, and so we knew we wanted to start with um, Exit the Succubus. Yes. And the first, and the first image in that song motion airplane crash where you're upside down you think you're going somewhere but all of a sudden actually what you're doing is dying because life is real and it happens mm. and and then these these things come into your to your head and um using that and finding that picture and then the sort of um uh soundtrack idea that you know the, the concept as envisioned was for a uh, it was the soundtrack for a movie mm. 
you never saw, right? And right. it's it's kind of a love story, and it involves a plane and and travel and and uh, some sort of some sort of conscious awakening tragedy, um, uh, and and hope. Um, when we were putting the record together, and with Ben too, you know, uh, the, the the reprise, the Exodile reprise, he he took um, the notes from. Uh, symphony for reciprocal engines to, hmm. to to create that gave them to a friend of ours who played the piano. Hmm. We put the um, there's those moments of concrete music on uh, the album like the siren warning uh, and then the airplane voice uh, with a couple of, of I felt deft touches we were able to organize uh, the sort of crazy stuff that we've been doing into into a coherent solid. And that was a big part of the joy of the record for me. And I, honestly, you that was more than I bargained for with that with that the answer you gave me. However, I love that it's all hiding in plain sight on that album cover. And that was no pun intended at all. Yeah. You don't know what looking at the album what you're gonna get. Now that's that to me that's music. That's what I like about it. Sean, it is your turn, sir. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask about uh, we asked the last time, but I wanted to get your point of view from uh, about the uh, the other elements that you guys brought in, as far as the the other participants, like the Valentine's Day Mass Choir and the Masonic Film Company, um, if you could uh, talk a little bit about how they got involved and who they are, and thank you. You know, Paul Malnath, are you? Were you that question was directed to me. Yeah, you, but just the the band in general. Um, All of the above. Yeah, then because. You guys got me primed and gassed up. Let me respond. <laughs> one of one of the things that that Paul and and Paul was so in the uh, uh, one of the point in time, I, I kind of was blown away by the sort of care and attention he was giving this record, and um, I, I said something to him about it, and he said, "There's a lot of love surrounding this record." Uh, and it's one of those things that makes me fuss about the difference between Paul and Godzillionaire. Um, I did it. I hey, uh, there's Mike. <laughs> Mike Die has and joined Kobe's us. Brother. Oh, Mark cut out. Yeah, he, yeah. Mark is cutting out hey, a little bit. Hey, Mikey. No. I'm babbling to no one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Classic. Only now, yeah, only now we can hear you. You're back now. <laughs> yeah. On brand. You're back. Um, Paul Malinowski, who was instrumental in this yes. record, uh, he, he gave he gave so much attention to this to to the songs, and I remember saying something to him about like just thank you, man, thank you, and he was like, "There's a lot of love around this record," and um, and I, I I don't know why I hadn't seen it beforehand. But the 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 St. Valentine's Day Massacre are our brothers, our old friends, um, our peeps, um, like are singing to a microphone together at eleven o'clock at night on a Tuesday because you love because you love we love you, brothers. Um, oh, it's and, so much the 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 gang vocals are so much fun. It's such a like I don't know like literally one voice, you know. Well, and we and we knew that we wanted that that gang vocal to be part of the record. Mm. Uh, we, we we knew we wanted that to be a thing. Awesome. Um, that was one of my favorite m memories from making this for sure. Yeah. 
so uh, as to the, the our collaborators, James Savage. Oh my God, dude! Like I don't even want to. The fact that he and I sing on the record together is crazy to me. Or Allison Alassa. That woman is that woman is next level. Crazy good. Um, and, um, and 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 just the, the people who who joined in. Uh, it was love and a gift, and it, you can hear it. You could definitely hear it. Um, honestly, they, first of all, uh, small changes, like it, constant rotation in my house. I love it. Not my house, my car, everywhere I go. That is, to me, just a solid record. So I was really curious to see how you guys could top that. Um, we should give them a taste, and I think somebody, one of you guys should pick the song. Ooh, I want to pick it. I want to pick it. I want to pick it. Off a small change? I want to pick it. I want to pick it. Oh, right. Shut up. I want to pick it. Anything you want, of course, from yours. It's a song that I told Ben that we should bring back in our set. And it, uh, I think Cat's probably my favorite song on the album, but <laughs> I think this is underrated. It doesn't get enough props. And it's hyper extended. Yeah, man. This is before I was no! in. No, man. No. Demerit. Demerit. No. That's fine. No. Okay. <laughs> it's not called hyper extended. Seriously. No, Avalanche, Avalanche, Avalanche is the, is the, is the... Whatever, the, don't, the, no, 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 wait, nah. play the one I want. I, I think Hyper Expanded is the one to go with. Okay, dude, we're, we're going dude, with... I, I love that song. I've Hyper Extended this whole time. Hyper Extended. Hyper extended. I'm finished on right. my part, but okay, right over, whatever. <laughs> Someone's name went backwards. Out.
Sock puppets, irreverent comedy, bizarro imagery, and oddball silliness aplenty. To watch now, visit youtube.com slash TV. We're back, folks, and we got the entire band. This time, Godzilla and Air is with us in the house. Thank God. It's great to have all you with us, and we're surviving COVID, right. sort of. You guys somehow are more energetic than the last time I talked to you, so I guess things are going okay. Mark, Mark gasses me up, man, <laughs> every time. Yeah. I got something. I don't love it. It's true. Right. Come over for some, hey. for some chili salmon later, baby. That'll gas I'm you up. I'm doing it, and Ben has yeah. doing it. Good. <laughs> Good. What's the chili salmon? What's that consist? Yeah, I'm kind of. That was one of my questions. <laughs> uh, okay, so like, I, I I'm glad Cody and I spoke earlier before I spoke with you, 
and he talked me down from the high I was on because I took all the hot stuff in my house and put it on one side of the salmon with a little bit of butter. And I was riding the snake for half an hour. Like I got some hot, I got some hot chili pepper here, man. Um, and if I ever get the chance to beat you guys, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I mean. I'll take you up. Well, now, now, you know, one of, one of my questions with that was actually for everybody here is uh, what is one of the strangest food concoctions you came up during this uh, COVID nightmare? Uh, that sounds like something. Yeah, no. Nothing. The classic ramen burrito. Oh, there you go. Put some mixed veggies in there. It's like carbs on carbs, man. Oh, <laughs> You're wondering that night why you can't fall asleep, and you also just ate like a thousand fucking million calories. Tortilla, noodles, and who cares what else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Usually, it's just like odd combinations of leftovers that are uh, from like three different, you know, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, like you get like you know a little bit of a uh, like vegetable korma with like some ribs ribs i like to make moose boosh which generally involves like anchovies and jalapenos right. and, that the one that and let me let me man. let me just take this opportunity to say never eat anything that mark and hennessy hands you <laughs> Dude, if, he's, if he says here eat this just don't, like just don't. that's ben white giving us some uh words of wisdom <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, I'm like 0 for 5 on that. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Okay. Duly noted. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, so let me ask you this. Uh, how has all this ridiculousness around us, how is that going to affect your future music styles? Or are you just going to go move on without it? Because obviously this album came out, you, you wrote this way before. Is this going to yeah. affect any EPs in the future? Is there going to be a hate song, <laughs> something covid a hate of uh, coronavirus songs. There you go. Yeah. Um, a song about how I'm very tired. Ah. Yeah. Uh, ben, Uh-oh. Ben, ben has like gotten no like vacationiness at all from this. Whole, Ben's been like his, the company he works for has been going through like some shit <laughs> during this time. I bet. And Ben yeah. has stayed on this whole time. Uh, versus versus um, a teacher. Exactly. Let me or a, or a cook. Time. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. running a venue isn't great either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's it been like? Uh, what's it been like for you guys? When can I expect it? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, Sean, you're busier than ever. You're an IT guy, right? Yeah. You're getting and, murdered. Uh, I uh, I lead a cybersecurity uh, group at the uh, cable company that does like phone video and internet services. So. Yeah, I just deliver stuff, up stuff. Available is uh, yeah, that's got to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I'm consuming. Since it makes it that much more important, and uh, situations yeah. like this where four dudes are on webcam. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you're on call, you might someone might be calling you if like something goes wrong with this particular uh, uh, video call. You know, we might. Uh, there you exactly. go. Yeah, the one who's uh, whose phone goes off. You, you got a receipt book? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <yep. laughs> All right. I did. I, I don't usually like to read stuff about bands before I have them on, if you could believe that or not. But I happened to come across iHeartRadio because we were on the same page at some point. I don't know how we ended up on there, but we did. Uh, they called you terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. I love I lo- the, the main I don't, she's the owner and operator. Where is that? No, Sally Fani is a fucking mule of, our, of this music scene in, like, central eastern Kansas. I just want to say that, like, people are 
Giovanni is a fucking like yeah, like a mogul. Like okay. Also, have you seen Mike? He is a little terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> so terrifying. I guess they they just called you unpredictable on stage. Whatever. I it looked like a lot of fun to me. If you ask me, I would like to have been. Sean would be in the front row. I mean, they weren't wrong. Good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, what, what do we have to do to make that happen? If what do we have to do to make that happen? You know, Ben, Tom and I have got a summer, but we're supposed to get to Pennsylvania. Where's Dean Ween play his thing, Ben? Oh, I don't know. What is it like? Somewhere like New Hope, Pennsylvania. He's got a little bar there or something. Is that out by Philly? Is that Sean? Yeah, I have so. Yeah, it's like right on the right on the Jersey border. It's on the oh, river. okay, that wouldn't be bad at all. Well, for us, I we'd make the trip. I know we would. We we'd well, make it. We, we, we could call this a first date then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they have a situation nice, up here. We've talked about going to for a while. So no, it's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. I, ho- I mean, I hope it happens. I hope the world is generous enough to, with me to let that happen. We do too. Or you got so prior to the. The whole COVID nineteen thing and everything being shut down. Were you guys looking to plan a tour and get out, out outside of uh, the Kansas area, or maybe not a whole tour, but definitely we're definitely looking to do some weekends. Yeah, we had a, we had we had yeah quite a few things uh, lined up that uh, ended up you know just you know being postponed indefinitely, um, and we were in the process of. Uh, getting some more things going when uh, kind of it became clear that it was just not going to happen. So, um, yeah, on hold indefinitely right now, it's just, un- unfortunately, you know, you just, you know, it's just, a, you know, the thought of someone coming to our show and getting sick as a result and passing it on to someone else who was uh, maybe uh, would have a harder time with that. And that person, you know, got really sick or died or hospital bills or whatever, you know, I just, I, I, I couldn't live with that, man. Mm. So well, I know. Our fans are already sick, you know? <laughs> uh, I knew okay, I was going to say it was a matter of delivery. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's rough. Do you, uh, you know, both sides of the coin to you at this point is really fucking awful. Just Mike, live. have a lot of people been, like, uh, pressuring you to start doing shows again? Like, dude, whatever. They're, 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 they're asking us to do shows. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. have you read my fucking thoughts? <laughs> Seriously. Currently, like, what are you talking about, man? Dude, Chell uh, 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 pressured Vanessa about getting tested, but he's playing he's playing shows in private residences. Whatever. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's nuts, man. Uh I was just talking, I literally was just talking to my mom before I got home. Uh, like, the amount, of, the amount of fucking respect and just callous mm. life freedom is more important than fucking human lives shit happening right now. Dude, man, like, it I don't want to search for, like, people without masks blown. trying to get into Walmart and pushing people down. But I almost do, because the one I saw was was whatever. I yeah. know what you mean. I know what you mean. I do. I've seen a lot of bad behavior. I mean, I'm out, I drive around for a living, so it's like I see it everywhere, and it's, it's on, on all sides, all ends. It's miserable. It's, right? It's, no, it's right, right? It's all it's sides, both ends. It does It's it's a. It, yeah, it's not practiced that way. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just I don't know. I I take weird stances, and I for me it was uh, unfortunate. It was like. 
four 60-year-old guys, and they were just saying stuff I just was not agreeing with. I'm like, you guys are older than me, and you're saying this stuff. How do you think that reflects on the younger folks? And I'm, I'm older, too. But Jesus, right. you know, it, it, that's what the kids are hearing. You know, that I had to correct it. I, I, it wasn't right what I said, yelling at them. But, hey, you know, they, you know I didn't want to hear that in my space, you know? I mean, grown, grown white men saying, grown white men telling you, mm-hmm. hey, just because I feel like I could go out there and just die on this till doesn't mean the rest of us fucking want to do that. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So right. I thought all lives right. mattered. Well, considering the way, like, the people who are paying the least attention to it, uh, considering the way they tend to vote, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and this is one of the most, you know, cynical nihilistic thoughts you can have but it's like okay if this if they're just going to cause this thing to come through let's hope it comes through before november dude well mm. look, yeah. look yeah. at kentucky man it's good they're, they're going to swing it both ways it's not just uh people yeah, that went to tulsa are going to get sick yeah that, 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 that was shit is so fucked up. did you want mark did you watch that today i saw just footage in kentucky in louisville they were, they were pounding on the doors to get in to vote did did, did you see yes. that footage yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm relieved to know that they opened the door. Oh my God! Part of the reason yes. why they opened the door was because people were filming it. But, mm-hmm. but those people's experience that they have to pound on the fucking door to vote—it was makes sad. Me feel fucking crazy. Thank well, you. And at, at what point, when you're outside and you're an American patriot trying to vote, do you turn into a anti-foot thug pounding on the door demanding right? your own right? Jeez. What the fuck? doesn't seem to make a fucking bit of difference this year. If I've shown one thing is that we are not allowed to participate in a majority of our amendments. Fuck. Yeah. In real time? In real time, yes. People are still throwing the blinders on, man. Yep. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yep. I, since the last time Great. we talked to you guys, we've all seen just maniacal things happening, and it's like just since. I mean, well, it's been what two and a half months? Was it two months since we talked? So many things yeah. just kept happening and happening. I don't know. Is rock and roll gonna save us? Uh, even a minute amount? It's still saving me right now. It's saving me right now. Man. We need it. Yeah. The, the idea that the amount of reception we got for our record and just the. Mm-hmm. The, the hope that I, one one day we're going to be back in a room doing what we did before cool. in some fashion, that's the shit that keeps me alive. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. Well, let's uh, dig into Let's give him another taste. Um, somebody else pick a song this time. It's somebody else's turn. Mike and Mark, you figure this one out. What's been played? Uh, we okay, only, no, <laughs> we renamed one song. <laughs> Fourth Door. <laughs> I, chose, I chose the fourth door. Did you say fourth door? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they make Sean. They're know. making fun of me, and you're not helping me at all. <laughs> God damn it! Damn it, Sean! All right, <laughs> we're going with it. All right, guys, we'll get right back. It totally, it's totally up to you. Because uh, it said uh, Mark and Mike at first. The vocals for which Mike has told me he's most proud is his um, his heart-like um, Ann Wilson stylings on Smoke. Uh, it's not a fair representation of who we are, but it's a fucking fine song. Yes, it is. That is. is a- oh. <laughs> it's I a agree. song I showed all it's my It's a fair representation of who I am, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Love you, babe. Smoke it is. (laughs) Thank you guys. 
best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Cody and I play in a band called Godzillionaire and guess what um, in our upcoming live shows if that should ever happen or not happen it will be with the help of musicians from a band from Lawrence Kansas called the Blood Dobbers and you should look them up or I'll fly a plane into an embassy building it would be nice if you said kettle whistle radio somewhere too you know what you know, what? You know the reason why you're listening to kettle whistle radio and they fucking rule fuck you and let's I appreciate that, Cody. Thank you. Somebody else who doesn't threaten the embassy building. Call back. Did I say that? When is when is there better been a better time to threaten an embassy building? I feel like you know. Tear down your local casting, bro. Like. You might actually fly under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Don't you might. <laughs> it just God damn it. Oh. Did I say that? You can't say that. <laughs> and shit. All right, I'm back. Everybody okay? Yeah, yeah we just had a revelation. Confident. Oh, revelations are good while I'm gone. Your, your <laughs> cohort or co-host has never heard Home is a Strange Place before. He was so, a huge like, yeah, Paw fan. Now, wait a second. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Well, I was telling Dave before, you know, since we, we weren't we don't we didn't we weren't really gonna talk Paw, but back in the day, you know, grunge broke and that whole music scene, I was I was kind of into I was really getting into like industrial music, like ministry oh, yeah, any stuff like that. So I thought yeah, exactly. And I didn't I the the bands that I liked were like you know, more more you know, less industrial and more like the rock runcher stuff with Paw, Faithless or Tad. Tad, yeah. You know, Tad. I, hey, I didn't, saying it's the best. Yes. I didn't own a Pearl Jam hey, Taylor, dude. I didn't own a Nirvana album. So Kinda... Well, you should at least listen to it on YouTube. Like, it really is the best. It's the best yeah, sounding hey, album. And, and like, I'd be happy to make a present of it for you, but I just don't have one to sell you. But I'd be happy to, to make one for you with Ben's help. Hi, Ben. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, you could re record us. 
You well, would seriously, great album. What I love is since he hasn't heard it, we could probably just you know find like another album and just burn it. And... No, I'm not worried. <laughs> rest of life, anything. That, that, anything. Like what the yeah. hell? Is this is like some strange techno album. Like. I'm so cool with that. Like. I don't care that you're, I don't feel it's stealing. I feel like the song gets to live inside of your ears then. No, I have yeah. stolen that like laugh zero from Paul many times on YouTube. Like, don't, yep. don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> I have zero problem with, with people listening to the song. Share it. Uh, steal it off of Torrent and share it with your niece if you think she'd like it. I, I'm yeah, so do it tonight, man. It's a good album. Yeah, it really is. You oh, know, wait, didn't, didn't Grant do the... Ben, help me out here. Did he do the production? Did he just mix it? We recorded it in LeCompton. We recorded it, like, uh, less than a mile away from Stoll. Um, and, yeah, we right. did it in the garage. And it was fun. That's fucking crazy. It's the yeah. fullest sounding album you have. Oh, man. Had. We got to get on this, dude. You really do. It's so good. Now, I have a, I have a song. Fun. I got a song question. Um, anybody can answer this one, but um, I guess this would be a writing question. Uh, the, the Ballad of, to, of, a to, of the Topeka Gentleman, um, is that just a chapter of a story, or is that like a character bio? Like, Ben? You, how does that yeah. roll? <laughs> yeah, this is Ben. ben this is definitely Ben's story to tell. Cool. <laughs> Mark, I think I talked about it last time. Mark, you should uh, give your, uh, your angle on it first. Oh, please. Uh, seriously, Ben? <laughs> Come on. You know it. No, well, all right, all right, fine. That's all right. I, I got it's another one. My, we, co-author, we, my we... co-author in all regards, <laughs> please. All right, so, uh, well, it was actually, uh, Mark, I think you were the one that originally wanted to, like, set it in Topeka. For, like, all right, because I, basically, I lived in uh, kind of the Topeka area uh, coming up, and uh, specifically a, a trailer park in uh, North Topeka uh, called Meadowood Trailer Park. And uh, so Mark just had some questions for me. He wanted to set the song in Topeka. He's like, okay, when you lived there, like in the place, what were the things around you? And it's like, you know, this little trailer park right across like the highway from uh, the Goodyear plant there. <laughs> and so I just, you know, kind of described some of the things. Next thing I know, he comes back with like a whole song that uh, incorporates some of those things. And uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite things uh, lyrically um, <laughs> that I've heard uh, and, you know, in general and also from Mark. I thought it was a specific person. Yeah, it is. Well, like, I mean, it's a juicier story than that. You're on mute for a second, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we can. <laughs> is that, it was, okay, so it, it, used, it used to have a different name. Ben, is that, that, that name the actual person's name? Wait, do you want me oh, to no, seriously what? mute this? <laughs> Oh, we call it like the Ballad of Jesse Greenlee. No, I mean, that's just kind of like a made-up name. I mean, okay. Greenlee is like an old family name from way, way back. Gotcha. Okay. I don't think we ever actually... No significance in that whatsoever. Don't read that anyway. <laughs> yeah, it used to be called the Ballad of Jesse Greenlee. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Mark uh, lobbied to change it to Ballad of the Topeka Gentleman, and uh, we acquiesced. Uh, Ballad of the Topeka Gentleman was your idea, Ben. It was not my idea. Oh, boy. Shit. I, I wanted to keep the original name. You talked me out of it. Uh, <laughs> that you can talk me out of. It was Kansas' track, so it had my vote. <laughs> Sean, what do you got? Because I have something. I, you, you got something right now? I got something I'm sitting on here waiting. 
Well, go ahead. You go. Ahead. All righty. I'm just I'll curious. Go. All right. Well, first of all, I, this goes back to the other episode. Um, with uh, I wanted the explanation for a cat that can't taste and so on and so on. <laughs> and you said that Mark would have to answer that one. He does. <laughs> okay. I think right, none so, of us know. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you guys. So originally, <laughs> and, and here, I'm going to try to be as concise as possible, which means like go ahead and sit back and get comfortable, uh, take your shoes off. Uh, but uh, it, initially, it was written for one of the guys in the English department at KU because he's insufferable. Uh, but. But during the course of the writing of the song, it became about the bluegrass musician that my wife left me for. Ah, shit. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Go on. <laughs> Look, I looked at the track listing for his last record. Is there is is the song I Don't Need a Gun about me? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I've had some personal fussings with a, uh, with a, with a, a Kansas musician who eclipses Paul and and Kansas and whatever. Uh, currently uh, with my ex-wife of ten years. Uh, and at the time, <laughs> at the time, <laughs> like I'm not a hater, and I'm really not somebody to call somebody out. I'm just and watching your bandmates getting... right now, God. all leaving the room. Well, you know, Ben Ben White kept me out of the jail, and he kept me out of the grave during that period of time. Because, like, I had a baseball bat in the back of my car, Um, and I drove by his house, and and I thought about knocking with Mm. the baseball bat. Mm. And I got past it. I don't know how I got past it. I'll tell you how I got past it. I got past it by the grace of God, by music, by Godzillionaire, by the friendship and love of the people around me, by the responsibilities I have towards my children. I got past it. Awesome. But I wanted the to great that depression is a documentation of that period too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to mope him out. Mm-hmm. And that's that song is um, a representation of bile and uh, vitriol and hate and and right. I'm kind of uncomfortable with it. The only reason why I'm okay with it is because Ben gave it such a good title yeah. that, um, like, you really could take it anyway. So I don't feel like I feel like that's now just something between us and whoever listens. Yeah. Because I don't really feel like that's widespread knowledge. So like, I, 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 I don't. I, I try to keep my shit correct in public. I don't think anybody does that. That um, that no, that no. sir, that might have been the most personal and best story behind a song or a lyric I've heard in 218 shows. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, dude, stick around. I got more. I have a feeling. Ha Mark's on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and Sean, remember those landlines I told you about? Yeah. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to bring that up. You're good? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, but, Mark sets the landmines himself. That's I fine. love that song, though. I just dig that tune. It's good. Yeah. That song is just mean as fuck, dude. Like, musically, that song is mean as fuck. Dude, that's, that's, that song that remains in our lives because it's just like it's biting. We almost yeah, have to play it now. We have, no matter who you are. 
We almost have to play it again, even though we played it last time. But I, no, that's gonna be somebody. Else, somebody else picks the next one. But um, dude, yeah, send them back to the first one. Say if you want. Yeah. And if you want to hear that song, I totally uh, check totally. out uh, uh, the episode before. And now you got the story, guys, kids. I'm telling you, it's worth it to go in succession sometimes with our show. Sometimes not. Sometimes not. Anyway, Sean, are you still with us, man? Yeah, I was. Well, I have a couple questions. I wanted to ask. Like, well, I guess this kind of goes towards what we were just talking about a little bit. But when when we're able to, and you know, prior to like when you when you guys were going to play a live show, how do you pick a set list um, from your material or other material that you might play? Is it is it dependent on the venue or the audience because you've mm. played there before? The audience. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, when we play like lower density areas, we'll play the, some of the more the rocky stuff. But if we play in like Kansas City or you know some type of city, um, I I mean from what I've seen, we've gone for more like the holy roller um, kind of weird times. Curly's wife, like weird time signature, re- reachy stuff, you know. But like I mean, what, what what was that tiny town we played in that one time? I don't know some. Some small town uh, in Kansas, Ellis, and we right? played Ellis, like Kansas? yeah, 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 something like that. Um, uh, or Ellsworth, Ellsworth, Ellsworth. Um, and anyway, yeah, it was, like, there was nobody there. Anyway, um, and we just played, or like Church of Swole. It's like kind of a countryish, you know. K State's like an agricultural, you know, college. So we play like the rockier, more ACDC area stuff, you know, more so like small change, you know. Whereas Kansas City will play negative balance stuff, the weird stuff, you know. When you book the show, you kind of have an idea of how metal it's going to be, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, but the next, if but you the don't next play set, first, you get lucky. Hey, my horns the are up, man. Next set list is the album. The next set list is the album from the first song to the last song. Yeah. Like, there's not going to exactly. be a discussion about that. That's what it's going to be. Yep. Uh, Mark, I got to ask you as a, a writer. Um, I, I know you. I, of course, I was introduced to you back in the '90s, but I, I recently found out that you're a poet. Have you? Are you considering writing any fiction? Uh, and what would you write if you did? Hey, man! Seriously, you need to give me your, your email address because um, I will. You showed me the one thing I saw on the notebook that you shared was um, the Masonic Film Society thing. Um, uh, Adam Mason took a short story that I wrote and filmed part of um, uh, my sci-fi my sci-fi done it. <laughs> I'll share it with you if you like, man. I would love uh, that. We Absolutely. Should, we should point kettle whistle radio in the direction of Adam Mason, also like we did Undetermined. I have well, no and, problem and, with that. And guys, too, if you if you'd like, was I'll that share, Cody? Uh, I'd love to get your opinion on it too, yeah. and because you guys are are like in the biz, um, we did, we got a cool video for Curly's wife that we haven't Ooh. released because oh. we just think that it's it's kind of inflammatory at this point in time that Adam did. Yeah. I'd mm. be happy to send you. Uh, yes, I I write fiction, and yes, it's it's, it's ended up in a couple places. Okay, cool. Um, but if you guys want to like participate, uh, I'll share a couple things with you. Um, yes, I can give you my phone number now, or uh, like direct text with yeah, your name. Put on your it. phone number on the podcast. Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ! That's really your phone number. That is really. Dude, cut out a little bit. That's because I I cut it out. 
<laughs> we can fix it in the post. Yeah, I'll share stuff with you guys. Yeah, I got um, some editing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, it, get it to Dave. Get it to Dave and yeah. he'll get it to No me. problem. No problem. Check it out for Absolutely. Sure. Y'all yeah. hear that? We're using code names. We're using code names. <laughs> only the Stop best Nicolas Cage more, movie. <laughs> Are we just going to quote Nicolas Cage movies? That's awesome. <laughs> All right. <Please. laughs> Back to the cage. Yeah. So, oh <laughs> what kind? What kind of uh, you know in you know in your personal listening pleasure? What kind of music do you guys draw inspiration from? So lately, for me, man, it's been uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre. And I do want to point out that it has nothing nice. to do. Like Mark, Mark had nothing to do with turning me on to them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. in spite no, of what he might tell you in the next like tw- ten seconds, uh, no, he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dan actually started that band. It's pretty crazy. It's my band, dude. And it's called Ben Downtown Massacre. Dude, and, and, I, and I recently I fell back into the Tad Wormhole. Oh, like, nice. Santa is so good. Same. I've, been, I've, I've had it on yeah. loop. I think what you said, you said something about Tad before we went back on, or maybe after, but Fuck You, Inhaler is a better album. Not production no, it's a better album. No, than no, it's not, dude. Crane's Tavern. No, 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 All of Inhaler trumps 8-Way Santa. Do you ever, do you ever listen to uh, Tad's, uh, uh, his uh, new band he does with his wife? I oh. heard about this but I have, I've heard nothing of it. Somebody said this to me, and I said, fuck you, dude. Tad hasn't done something since Tad, and they said, yeah, he has. I haven't heard it. So is it good? Please I'm going to look up the, I'm going to look up the name for you, but it's like, it's like fucking super heavy. I'll ask Liz. A couple times, man, and it was like, it makes me grin just recalling it. It just makes me just makes me smile remembering it. Actually, uh, Mar- gonna... Mark, Mark or Sean would know the answer to this one. I've been dying. It's been driving me crazy for more than twenty years. Is I found Tad on a uh, a soundtrack. They got made their way onto a soundtrack, but I can't recall which one it was. Do you Sing- remember? Was it was it singles? The, Ooh, the movie uh, that he was on. Likely, it would have been, or on the extended one that I have, but I don't remember them on that. It was something weirder. It was like a metal album, not necessarily grunge. Uh, okay, okay. I can't place right. it. Yeah, it's driving me nuts. I have a CD somewhere floating around here. I'm just curious if you guys knew. But yeah. Okay, so so we so we're gonna see each other again. We have a couple things to talk about next. Hell's time. yes, we do. Your earrings behind the couch. Hey man. Um, our, holler back. Our platform is yours. I told these guys that too. If if Cody has something he just wants to scream about for a half hour, it's his, and we we welcome that. <laughs> we welcome oh, that. Don't say that to Cody, man. He's still on double secret probation. Oh, really? (laughs) I've been a firecracker on the internet lately. See? But that's also because shit is really fucked up and there's a lot of Well, dude, and Cody, I love that you taught me about the Boo Girl song, man. I love that you taught me about that. Like, I've been writing lyrics and listening to songs forever. And, like, to have to talk about that, that, like, it's You should talk about that. Uh, guys, do you want me to talk to you about the Boo Girl song and how I considered whether um, just what I needed by the Cars is a Boo Girl song? Because he other song, the I'm... other song that is a Boo Girl song. Yeah, um, honestly, Sean, I'm always up for this. I, I want to hear it all. So, do it. <laughs> yes. What was the other song? It's uh, like you see the cat at night and um. She's gonna, she's gonna get you. She's just a devil woman Ooh, with evil yeah. in her mind. Yeah. She's so Mark, Mark was, woman. Mark she's was suggesting we you. cover this song 
Because I thought it was seductive, not Google, but you were right. I I said that I think it's important to, like, remember that a lot of songs from, like, that time and before, or whatever, um, are very, like, you know, evil woman, like, you know, just girls are bad. And I'm like, evil woman, American woman. That's just some, like, middle middle school you had me at like Cliff Richard, man. And it's a good catch, man. It's a good catch. It's a but it's catch. all boo girls. Boo girls. Like contrary, contrary to why Ben White picked up a motherfucking guitar. No. Yeah. You, you guys ever do Look out, here she comes. Watch out, boys. You ever do what? You guys, you guys ever think of doing a cover of these live in your Ooh. live set? There you go. Oh, man. You'd be amazed at the kind of covers we've played in this band. <laughs> Dude, we, we have been talking about doing that Lana Del Rey song, Gods and Monsters, because mm. it has, like, a super heavy, like, backbeat. And if we, like, down-tune it, I think it's an A, so we could go drop A. Like, down-tune uh, it. Favorite cover, favorite cover that we've done, um, uh, Helter Skelter or Ooh. Dirty Laundry. Or oh, Blue Dirty Blue. Laundry, that's or, badass. Or, or Tennis Courts. That is so true. Yeah. Or maybe it's you. Yeah. Or never tear us apart. Fuck, man. Hey, oh, I got to ask you with that one. Um, Oh, shit. What did you say? Just before that, the song before that, uh, that you said you covered. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dirty Laundry. Don, yeah. What's his face? Don, Don Henley. Uh, yeah. Do you do a... He- what do you do? You, you ace the synthesizer and go with heavier bass? How do you do that? Dude, you, you haven't lived till you see Mike die fucking play Don Henley's bass line, dude. Yep. I'm yep. dying yep. to it's hear that. <laughs> It's the dope ass. Would you send us a copy? Can you make a version and just send us a, a copy? I'll have to make one. I'm dying. Like for, dude, yeah. It's time. <laughs> you said dirty laundry. You said dirty. I've been waiting for somebody to cover that. Somewhere of that. I know. It doesn't sound good, but it, it, it's out there. You want it. We gotta, we cool. gotta remember for that Pennsylvania show they promised us. That, I will. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll request that. Dirty laundry deal. <laughs> deal. It's so good. I love fucking singing it too, man. Everybody else is gonna be screaming uh, for Freebird. We're two guys. Dirty laundry. <laughs> and we'll man, get it. It was a good time because Ben White knows his way around Freebird. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, all right. One of, Anyone all right. have a slide? What? <laughs> Nothing. I'll be over here. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Mark. I found that. I found that Tad Doyle. I found the. Uh, I found his other band. It's called Brothers of the Sonic Cloth. Good job. Ooh, oh, I'm writing that down. I've never heard of this band, and thank you. I'm so he excited. It, I'm say that, for the rest of the night. say that one more time. Brothers of Brothers the Brothers of the Cloth. Brothers of the Sonic Cloth. Cloth. Thank you. Yeah, he he does it with his wife Peggy, and it's his drummer Dave French. I couldn't remember the name. I've heard it before, but it's badass. Yeah, it's amazing. I just typed it into YouTube, so I'll have it. It's super heavy. Yeah. I kind of like. He looks. He looks kind of like bald Santa now. (laughs) Talk about Away Santa. There he is. Oh my god! Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Sean's pretty. Sean's pretty good at. Uh, Sean's good at turning us on to new stuff all the time. We like to do that here too. What was the uh, the last one we got from uh, Connolly? Chris Connolly's new band. What is that? He does so many thieves. Uh, something thieves. Something thieves. The Joy Thieves. Yeah, that's a badass tune they have out. That's something Sean turned me on to. I just thought I'd throw that out there. But 
Yeah, you you guys are always welcome back. Um, all of you, like you have an idea for a show, just come on back. Uh, we don't care. It's fun. And we hope this is fun for you guys, too. That's the whole point. And get your music out there. Godzillionaire, the freaking album. Everything you do is great. So I, I don't know where to send them first. But you want to do the socials and send it out to people while we remember oh, to do that? Another question. Uh, you can just come to any of our houses. Uh, there you go. Well, we'll be we, doing a lemonade stand next month. You'll have to find where it is. But it's going to be a big, you know, it's going to be a good time. And we got Mark's Mark's phone number. Yeah, I, please I have keep this number in there please 785 uh, <laughs> no, no. is our website uh, and then this is a Godzillionaire band also on Bandcamp as well yes yes obviously we're on Facebook and I'd never remember is our Twitter the one that's spelled weird or is it is spelled yeah, weird it's, it's G-A-W-D G-A-W-D which one called Godzilla. Oh, man. Yeah, that explains Twitter, a lot. Okay. Twitter is at Godzillionaire, spelled G-A-W-D-Zillionaire. Right. And then, our, and then I think our Instagram is just Godzillionaire band. Pretty cool, sure. Cool. Well, we're not quite done yet. Sean's got something for you. I know I have at least one more, but uh, what do you got, Sean? Well, I had a couple things. I wanted to ask, um, you know, Godzillionaire, that's your guy's primary band, but do you guys have other... Um, other musical outlets that you work with um oh, yeah. or uh, mark i know i read something about you were maybe going to be involved with primitive race uh yeah and, and the, the one song that with primitive race and i owe those guys a call um brent it seems like a super decent guy and i told him from the offset that i was slow uh that we have a song together that i think is pretty decent thank you ben white that up for me later uh, I think I've sent it to you. I've shared it with you. And, and, and guys, I'd be happy to share it with you, too. Please, please. Uh, it, uh, uh, re, uh, uh, as long as you don't share it publicly. Cause no, no. Because you have to talk to him about that. Only, but, yeah, but, only if you give us permission. We don't play anything without permission. Yeah, no. Uh, I'd be happy to give you permission to hear it. Okay. Uh, I just won't want you to put it out. No problem. Um, yeah, we won't. Disseminate. We'll just talk about we it. We actually <laughs> already sent the lawsuit papers, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and my attorney anticipated them. Not again. But Ben plays with everybody. Cody plays with Blue. Mike does anything you wanted to do. Everybody here. Every, like we're, we're everyone go check out Ben's band, Fadets. Oh, my God. So good. T-T-E-S. And you mean Ben, Heather, and Liz's band. Ben, Heather, and Liz, and whoever plays drums next. I don't know. Uh, it could be anybody, Cody. I've played a couple shows. Dave Melody's played a couple shows. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still actively recruiting uh, Cody. We're trying to balance the merit in Godzillionaire versus the uh, versus the need for a drummer in the other bands. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a delicate political balance. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> thank you, computer. <laughs> you, don't fuck up, let me know. you know what, Sean? You, you actually have some experience with that. Cause, don't you have two bass players in your band? Nice. No, no, no. Oh. I mean, you could throw in a drum machine there if you want, but. Oh, okay. And, and hey, and please, please, as an exchange of ideas, please let us hear your band. Um, yeah. My, my request is sincere. Yeah, go ahead and send you. Listen to it. Sean's very yeah. shy about this stuff, but he actually can play. I, Sean, I get it. Send me I, some get it. I get it. We'll be right respectful. Now. <laughs> so if you don't send me something that you've made, I'm going to be so offended. And I don't even know if we can be friends. And there it is. Have you guys, have you guys heard Bloom, their band? 
Yeah, check out Bloom if you've not heard them. They're no, they're really awesome. Good. They're awesome. So good. Uh-oh. We're writing all this down. I'm, I know Sean's taking notes. Yeah, but. Bloom and 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 uh, what was Ben's other band again? The Dead Go to, to Bandcamp yeah. for the old black. Do it today. Yeah, the old black. Yeah, but also yeah. Mike's old band left on Northwood, 1950 <laughs> DA. Have you ever heard of Paw? Uh, <laughs> what the hell is Paw? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, I found the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. I... <laughs> uh, hey, we need to eat some hot stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we started out with that, too. Yeah, I want that recipe, but Ben says I, I shouldn't eat it. That's all right. Hey, Mark, you're, uh, your, your, your book of poetry, Cue the Bedlam, is that something that people can still get their hands on? or? Uh, is uh, dude, that- okay, so send me your address, because what happens was, like, the press made some, and then there's no distribution, so I have a box, I think, somewhere that's got, like, 10 or 20 copies in it. I'd be happy to send it to you, man. Jeez. Um, like, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I, I so generally buy copies of Airport Motel at our uh, at our merch table at any given show. Hey, if you take yeah. PayPal, man, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, but but I want to I want to trade, man. I want your band's T-shirt or something like uh, cool. we're artists, like to, to throw in, like chip in, buddy. We we have China, a, a little help. We could do this. We could we could do a, a merch exchange. We do. I do have stuff. Dude, then I'm in. Okay, I'm totally cool. In. I think, Go yeah. I need stickers for my car also. If anybody <laughs> wants to send Cody Romaine on Facebook a sticker, he will put it on his car. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me give you guys my Venmo. <laughs> yeah. If you give me 10 bucks, I'll put it on my car. I have the ultimate band sticker for you, actually. And there are a house band called Yard Panther. They're out of Austin. Uh, two sisters and one dude. Usually it's just two girls. And uh, they have the best stickers I've ever seen. So I'll make sure I'll throw th- some of those they in there. The yeah, Yard Panther. Yard Panther. Yeah. Yard, Yard Panther, yep. Yeah. You direct me to Spotify if I want to immediately, after this conversation is ended, listen to some Yard Panther. I can tell you how to do that. Um, Please do. I, I, I am expecting Facebook messages. I'm going to, okay. I, well, I'll just throw this out there because it's a sister station. But uh, Bukoop Askew, uh, Askew is her last name. But Bakoop Escu, they do a show called Fashion Trash, and then Yard Panthers featured on there quite a bit. And it is, if you remember Syphil and Ollie in the MTV days of early 2000s, the uh, sock puppet show, she does that with very metal intentions, and she's always looking for voice work. So you might be interested. Was that Bakoop Escu? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, we'll definitely be sharing some stuff. But I want to thank you guys for doing this, Sean. Do you have something else in closing? They they still have to pick one more song. Yeah, they got to pick one more song. But uh, I guess for me personally, because I've recently joined a band, and uh, you know that's what we were talking about a little bit. Uh, I was kind of uh, I was kind of pushed into being a singer, and I've never sung before. And I wanted to ask Mark, like, uh, what's it? What what uh, what am I in store for? What do I? What what is my path forward? Oh boy! Here, here, let me give you your path forward. Um, to draw, draw. I sometimes I try to draw hands, and and hands are really beautiful. And I've never ever once drawn a hand right. But you know what I do is I let myself try to draw a hand. Fucking sing the song that you have inside of you, and then you know Ben and Mike both have better voices than me. Cody probably does too, but I can't hear him from behind that the symbol. Uh, just, just the, the, the thing the thing that you have is you, man. Sing from you. Don't worry about it. 
Um, and if what you're saying is true, then what you have is duende, D-U-E-N-D-E, which is the thing that will make the people in the back of the bar cry when you sing the song about the thing that matters to you, man. Duende is an excellent Wikipedia search. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to look wow. that up. That's your, that's your way forward, bud. Yeah. I appreciate that. That was great advice. Great advice. It was great advice. And now they have work to do. Guys, who didn't pick a song yet? Mike or Ben? I, has Curly's wife been done already? Last time, no. yes. We did yeah. that last okay, show. Yeah. Let's go with something off Great Depression. All right. Oh, go. yeah. I mentioned this earlier. The bag is great. Or DPFS. We did not cover that, just so anyone is... All right, we just played Smoke. I kind of feel like we should play GTFS. We were talking about Ministry earlier. Yes. If, if our band has ever done any sort of nod to uh, Ministry <laughs> or industrial music at all, uh, GTFS yeah. would be the one. Burn okay. everything to the ground to this song. All right. I thought, I awesome. Hobgoblin. I thought you were going to Hobgoblin, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to Hobgoblin as well. We no, GTFS. GTFS, GTFS, GTFS is better, though. Yeah, facts. I'm saying maybe as a follow-up to Smoke. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag facts. All right. Facts I like them both. Well, hashtag, ooh. oh, captain, my captain. Sean. Flip, flip a coin. Yeah, Sean, flip a coin. <laughs> no, no, GTFS. <laughs> if it's not GTFS, like, I... GTS. GTFS. All right, we got GTS. it. GTFS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I appreciate you guys doing this. Thank you so much. This was fun once Thank again. You. I hope it was fun for you. This is a blast. Yeah, yeah every time. All right, awesome. And uh, as always, folks, I'm at Fairly Dark on Twitter. I'm not there very often, but I try. I'm on uh, Instagram, kettle.whistle.radio. And everything's at uh, www.fairlydarkproductions.com, all the episodes. These guys can hear twice now. So, And maybe they'll go back and check out some other. We had some interesting guests. We'll just say it's been fun, a fun ride. And you guys moving up to the top is some of my favorites. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, guys. And uh, if you want to hang on, we'll just exchange some info real quick. But I'm going to say goodnight. Sean, you can say whatever yeah. you want. Good night. Because <laughs> that wasn't weird or anything. Oh, you, you sound like Mark when you sigh. It's so weird. Good <laughs> night, Miss Kelly. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.